0: Hey there, what's up? It's your girl, Olivia, coming at you with the steps you need to take to up-level your mental health game, because that's how you go from just surviving to full-on thriving. Yes. All right. Today's episode is going to be a little different. I'm talking about the biggest lesson I've learned in the past 30 years. Why? Why? because tomorrow is my 30th birthday. I'll be turning 30 on the 30. That's what's up. Um and I thought this would be a really great opportunity to just kind of reflect on my journey and how far I've come and to share that with you guys because why not? And hopefully it will it will lend some, I don't know, insight, inspiration. It'll do what it needs to do. I don't know. I also don't really have a plan, so you're just gonna have to see how this roller coaster goes uh as will i as will i funny thing is i don't really celebrate like we're not crazy birthday celebrators over here in my house um it's just not what we do like they happen and we're like yay and then it's done <laughs> That's, honestly uh and this is this is to each their own some people are like big birthday celebrators. They have the party. Some people make it a whole month-long thing. Um, for me, I just like to celebrate myself and the people I love all the time. So that's why birthdays don't really make a difference to me. <laughs> um, that's just my, that's my ammo. That's my jam. That's my hub's jam. So it works out. So... Um, also just gonna, just gonna pop this reminder and I might talk about it later, but, um, beyond the bad doors are still open. So if it's something that you have been hanging out on and you're like, I don't know, maybe I should, maybe I should. I don't know. Maybe that's what you're doing. Or maybe you're just like, I'm ready. Or maybe you're like, that's not for me. No matter where you're at. Uh, I just want you to know that, uh, the doors will be closing soon. I don't have a definitive date, so don't wait. <laughs> Apparently I'm gonna doctor Seuss it up today. Um but I do wanna let you know that, that if you're listening to this when the episode drops, then the doors are still open, but they will be closing soon. Um and there's only ten spots available. So I could yeah, I mean, just go. Get on it. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about your girl's journey. And I have no idea what's gonna come up and I we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with it today. Bear with me. You guys always do. I appreciate you and I love you. Um, let's see. Let's see. I don't even know where to, dude, I don't even know where to start. We'll, we'll kind of hit some bases first. I was born in Florida, which is funny cause I kind of make a, made a full circle thing ending up living in Florida later. But I was born in Florida, um, moved around a lot. Uh, it's been over, definitely over 20 or 30 times in my life, uh, that I've moved. So, um, people that have never moved in their lives fascinate me. Um, because you know, I was, uh, I was the child of, of, the military peoples. <laughs> that was weird. This is going to get super awkward. Welcome. Um, no, I, I have family members in the the military. So we moved a lot. It's just what's up. Um, you guys probably already know this about me, but of course the first seven years of my life are repressed. My parents divorced when I was very young. I don't remember it. Um, I I've heard it was not pretty. Um, I don't remember any of it, and and maybe that's why. Who knows? Who knows? It's all speculation at this point. So up until the age of seven, uh, there's just not really much going on up there, and I do think anything that feels maybe like a memory is most likely just a story somebody has told me enough times to where I've committed it to memory, even though I don't think I actually remember it myself. Like, there might be, like, one or two in there, but it's hard to tell. So... So yeah, and then three years of my life, happy kid. I talked about this last episode. Um, I, I remember living in New Mexico, having friends, being a happy kid from like 7 to 10, all all fine and dandy. Um, and then a shift was made. Um, I was I was young. I didn't really get a say. I'm not going to go deep into this because it's just, yeah, it, it is what it is. But um, we ended up moving um, from one parent to the other. Um, again, I didn't get to say my older sister was about to go into college and understandably didn't want to be uh, moved from, or not college, lies, high school. <laughs> understandably didn't want to be moving around in high school. Uh, that's already a tough enough time for a lot of people. And so to try to, you know, move and make new friends and all that, she just didn't want to do it. So uh, we were going to move with, with, the, into the, with the parent, <laughs> gosh with the parent that wasn't in the military um again I didn't get a say my life blacks out again a little around that time I don't know I don't remember the move I don't remember the transition I don't remember a a lot of that um and then shortly after I was diagnosed with the bad so you can see that there there's like a there's a blip of like happy but um you know from Gosh, ages, people. From the age of 13 is when I was diagnosed. Um, Of course, there was stuff before then, but 13, up, up until my early 20s, um, you know, I was struggling with bipolar anxiety and depression and went through medication, went through therapy. It was dark. I heard, I was hearing voices, um, self-harming, trying to end my life multiple times. Trying to get a handle on my emotions, ironically, because it doesn't work with alcohol and with loads of sugar. It's literally known for the amount of sugar I would consume. Um, Like, literally with just caffeine pills, candy, soda, and I didn't drink any water. No water. Like, I legitimately, don't ask me how I'm not dead. I would only drink one glass of water in an entire month. That was it. Because I hated the taste of water. Probably because it didn't have sugar in it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. So I went through all of that. Um, Went through relationships. Some some okay. Some really unhealthy. Yada yada. Made it to college. (laughs) Got through college. And in that time, I decided I was done with meds and therapy. I was like, this clearly... Clearly, it's been a hot minute and it's not really working. Um, so, you know, I I I got off of that. Now, was I better? No. <laughs> no, I was not. It was still a struggle. I was in a very unhealthy relationship that was, you know, verbally and mentally abusive. Um, I fought really hard for that relationship. <laughs> so, of course, I was really stubborn not to leave that relationship. <laughs> Oh, if you feel me, if you feel me right now, and once I finally ended that, I, I was like, that's it. I'm. I was like, I'm taking care of myself. I'm getting myself together. Um, many of you probably know this or might not know. It. I don't know. I don't want to make assumptions. I've shared it before that my pivotal moment was I punched myself in the eye. I gave myself a black eye, and um, and the person that I was with at the time in the unhealthy relationship, um, made a comment that was basically, I, you know, I could have you put away right now. And I don't know what it was, but something in me clicked and was like, oh, you could, you totally could. Cause I am, I am a danger to myself and potentially those around me. And, um, and that's when I was like, something's got to give, something's got to change. I'm, I can't do this anymore. And finally, mustered up enough courage to leave that relationship. Yaha! <laughs> it, uh, it didn't end the smoothest. I was still living with that person, um, trying to support them so that they could finish school. And, and then it became a whole uh, stalker-esque harassment situation, which made me terrified of the internet for a while welcome. I, f- I promise it'll get bright and fun soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But this is, guys, I I, I share this and, and I'm grateful I can laugh about it now. Um, because, you know, even in that there are so many things I'm not touching on, I'm not sharing. And it's not because I don't want to share them, but we'd <laughs> we be here for days. <laughs> um, You know, and there are things, this isn't something I've really shared before, but since we're here, why not? You know, I, I've had, <sighs> I've even, it's something that I think I've only realized up until recently because it was pretty repressed and because I had convinced myself that it wasn't what it was. But I've, you know, I've even experienced sec, like sexual assault and rape. And it's not something I really talk about on this show. But the reason I, share this with you guys is because so many people, why am I going to cry? So many people see me as the Olivia I am now that I was very intentional about becoming. And and you guys see how happy I am and how much I'm trying to support and help people and all those things. But I want you to know it, it wasn't always that way. And it used to be really dark and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> Was it always the worst? No. Like, there are good memories tucked in there. But as as with everyone, I feel like. <sighs> but th- I, I share this because I just want you to be able to see the power of choice and how far it can bring you. Because I'm not perfect. And my life hasn't been <laughs> perfect. And, Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And it's something I don't talk about often. I don't know if I've ever really shared like the full. I mean, there's I don't know if I'll ever get to share the full span of my story. But I think there's value in being able to hear somebody's journey and hear somebody's past. And I think it helps connect us and help us feel less alone. And Gosh, like now I'm like even remembering even more things. That's why I said this was gonna be a roller coaster welcome. But like, you know, there are even things in there like how today like today I'm able to just really embrace my beliefs and not uh, duck away under a table in shame if I express that I'm a witch and I just, I believe in energy and I'm super connected with nature and all those awesome things. Like you can have your thoughts about what that is, but to me, it's just, it's, it's just a way to believe. And that's something that even in my past was not accepted about myself. I was like, I uh I was so connected with myself when I was a kid (laughs) in certain points and it wasn't received well and I was bullied for it and I was harassed about it and all those things and it's something that I tucked away and I had I mean it was it was it was traumatic for me and and I and I let go of a huge piece of myself regardless this is what I'm saying there's so much that can happen in our past or even if it feels like it's in the present for you that doesn't have to define us and it doesn't have to I mean it can bring value into who we are, right? But it doesn't have to hold us back or keep us from being who we want to be. That that beautiful stuff. So, after <laughs> I hope this is beneficial for someone. I haven't I haven't done something like this in a while. But after that, you know, I'll take you through the the whirlwind (laughs) that was after I graduated college and made it through that whole anxiety of the internet thing, fear of the internet. Um, I ended up, it's so funny, in the span of a year to two years, right, this is what happened. (laughs) So... I graduated college this is, we'll, we'll go with like a two year span. I graduated college. I met my my now hubs. Um, I got married. I we got pregnant, had a miscarriage. And it's hardest one of one of the toughest things've I've definitely experienced, considering that up until my early 20s, I hated children, you guys. I hated them with every fiber of my being. I was like, no, nope, I'm never having kids. I hate kids. <laughs> and then with my husband, I was like, I could see myself having kids with you. So going from anti-child to, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. Okay, I'm down with this. I accept this. To then having that taken away is, is a roller coaster in itself. Um, then we got pregnant again with our first daughter, Piper. And this again is still in the year to two. The, the, it's still in the two-year window. So, graduated, married, um, miscarriage, baby, getting um, not evicted from our house, but we rented our house, and so our landlord decided to sell our house. At when I was seven, seven months pregnant, had to move back in with my parents. Then bought a house, got a new house started a business and also decided that in, in the midst of all this, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tackle bipolar anxiety and depression on my own. <laughs> it's just like the craziest hurricane when I look at that. I'm like, girl, did you just decide to overhaul your life And like the t- two years swoop? You're like, yep, yeah, just going to make all the things happen. <sighs> I'm still here. I survived. I made it. <laughs> oh my goodness, you know, and then from then on, it was, I was able to, I mean, we had our second baby, um, I was really, yeah, just really running my business, had family and friends actually at different times, but move in with us, um, and we supported them, um, well, they needed support. And so, you know, we've had family and friends. We had family, friends live in our house, Um, you know, had our second baby. I experienced prodromal labor, which is 12, not, it's not 12 days. Mine was 12 days of being in in labor, which is just nuts. It taught me a lot of lessons. You can read actually about it in my book, uh, Break the Chain. (laughs) It's it's in there. I share a lot of uh, life stories in there. But then after that, you know, like beating the bad and switching my business from jewelry to coaching and then creating this podcast and moving across the country um, in a month. Like literally got the job offer. Hubs got the job offer. They told us, hey, we want you here in a month. In one month, we... (sighs) We packed up all of our things, got rid of half of our things, sold our house, found a place in Colorado that we had never seen before and just crossed our fingers and hoped for the best and moved across the country with all of and and had to say goodbye to a couple of pets because we had like guys, we had like a four foot lizard we could not bring with us because there just wasn't space <laughs> and a large tortoise. Um, yeah. And now we're here. And now we're here. And my business is more successful than it's ever been. And I feel like I'm, I don't know, I feel like I'm finally able to show up more as myself than I ever have before. And it feels amazing. And I get to just be real with you guys. Because there was a year in there where I was trying to, I talked about this on the last episode, I was trying to do all the things right. I was trying to do the business right. I was trying to prove myself to everyone, and it was very draining and it was very exhausting. And <sighs> I chose not to not to be that way anymore, and to to lean into myself. And so, this has been a, <laughs> quite quite the journey. Um, it's been quite the journey. But now, I just I'm so appreciative and. I, I think it's so fascinating to me because I used to be such a mean and insensitive person, and a lot of people have a hard time believing that. I was actually talking with a friend the other day um, and because I, I recently started learning Spanish. I just decided, I was like, I want to start learning Spanish. That'll be fun. Why not? And, you know, I've been learning about... Um, the history of racism and the history of um L, like lgbtq L, I feel like I always say that wrong. L, I I hope I got it right. I feel like I always mix up the letters. Like all of a sudden I go dyslexic when there's that many letters. Um <laughs> but I'm just I'm I'm trying to I not trying. I am broadening my perspective and opening myself up to uh per, like different perspectives and cultures and histories and diversifying my own view of the world um and you know doing what I can even to learn about how to dismantle white supremacy and it all comes from this place of of being able to finally see outside of myself and because when we're so wrapped up in our problems and we're so not um not questioning stories or, or not super self-aware. It's, and, and we can't, um, and we have a hard time maybe navigating our own emotions. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to help other people and to, to reach out and have, um, a bigger voice and support more. And that's, that's something that I've realized massively in, in the past 30 years is, uh, identity can make or break you. And I know that my identity before was very closed off. Um, I was very, I was just in my own world. And the, coming back to the Spanish story, this is why this is coming up, honestly, is because, um, my husband made a comment and he was like, I feel like you've had a change of heart. And I was like, yeah, I mean, of, of course you would think that I used to be very insensitive." And I'm gonna be so real with you guys, and this is what I was talking to my friend about, because um, I I made the I I told her I said there was a time when we were in Miami, and I'm just gonna be honest and truthful with you guys. There was a there was a time we were in Miami, my husband and I were, and we were at McDonald's and I I was ordering food and I couldn't understand the the person who was taking my order, because he just had a thicker, um, possibly Spanish accent. And the comment that came out of my mouth, are you ready? Because like, and I didn't, at the time, nothing wrong with it. Like firmly how I was feeling. Now I'm just like, oh girl, why would you say that? Why would you say that? That's just not okay. So the comment that comes out of my mouth is, if you live in America, you should just speak English. I didn't say it to the person, but I was saying it to my husband after we left. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend was just like, I can't even fathom you <laughs> saying that. She's like, I can't, I just can't, it doesn't compute. Like, I can't imagine you saying that. <laughs> and that's, that's what's so valuable about choosing our identity and growing and shifting and letting it evolve because you you get to, you get to change who you are. You get to be more <sighs> connected with yourself and in turn connected with other people. And understanding of other people and wanting the best for other people because you want the best for yourself as well. Do you see how that circles around? I mean, it's such a it's such a beautiful thing that that really truly, when we take care of ourselves, when we prioritize ourselves, we are more willing and wanting um, to see that for other people. But when I was so wrapped up in my problems and I didn't give two craps about anybody else, and I was all, all about me, and if I was upset, then you got the, you know, you got the brunt of that because I didn't have empathy for that. that affected anyone else. You see how it's so serving to take care of ourselves? I mean, the biggest lesson I've learned is is how valuable it is to let your identity evolve. That's the biggest lesson I've learned in the past 30 years. Because it's, dang, mine has evolved so much. So much through that whole journey. But the other massive thing that I've learned and that I hope you you glean from this is that when we take care of ourselves, when we better ourselves, we in turn want better for others and better for the world. It's not about just like practicing being selfless and doing things for other people and supporting other people. It's about doing that from a place where you have, you fully want the same for yourself and you're willing to give the same to yourself. That's massive. That's how we change the world. And I'm going to cry because my, truly my dream is to see the mental health of this entire planet change. So many people out there struggling with mental illness and they don't need to be. And I don't want them to be. And, you know, I, I take care of myself. and I better myself because I know that that in turn then helps more people. This is what even inspired me to create my program Beyond the Bad. Because I want, I want to help more people get into that space. That's what hit me so deeply when the, given the Black Lives Matter movement has been happening for so long. And straight up in the past, I literally knew I didn't have the capacity to support. Therefore, I didn't even have the capacity to care. And that's just unfortunate. It really is. And it makes me cry thinking about it. Because I'm like, ah, if you would have just taken care of yourself. Like, and I shut myself out and I put up protective walls because I was like, well, if I can't do anything, then I'll just close myself off from it. Because otherwise I'll feel guilty and I'll feel bad that I can't do anything. When really it was like, okay, well, let me take care of me. And then, then I'll be able to be open to that. Regardless, when it came to a forefront this year in 2020, when it got really loud, when a very awful thing happened to George Floyd and countless people before him, and still, right? It, like, it sparked something in me where I was like, this, I, I need to, hmm. It hit me that, like, yes, I can donate. Yes, I can amplify BIPOC voices. Yes, I can do petitions, right? All those things. But I'm like, how do I use my expertise? How do I, how do I use me, like, you know, like all of me to support something greater than me? And now I have the capacity to do that because I can live so fearlessly in myself. I can share about the past because I live so fearlessly in who I am now. This is the value of that work. And when that came to a forefront, that's when beyond the bad really came to me. And I was like, that's the work that needs to happen because then it, it creates the ripple effect. We need the ripple effect. Mm. Okay. I just like tangented, but I was very passionate and I have no apologies for that. So, hurrah to me being 30 tomorrow. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Um I'm not sad about leaving my 20s. I don't feel like I'm getting old or older. I know some there's some, some people probably like the 30s not old. I get it. I get it. Some people are like 30s old. <laughs> it's all how we choose to see ourselves, right? I appreciate every year that I get older. I appreciate how much more wisdom that brings, all the things. And and I just really try to share that all with you guys. I mean, that's that's my work in this world. So, ah, beyond the bad, I'll just slap you with another reminder. <laughs> it's a gentle, kind slap, you know? Ah, you can learn more about it. You can join. You can do this work with me, with us, and everyone who's in it already at ww.simpliolli.com slash baytb. B-E-Y-T B. Okay? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for if you're still here listening to my story. Um, I don't I don't know if it helped, but I certainly hope it did. And if you want to chat with me about it, you can message me on Instagram at the But Again, just thank you for for being here and your support and for listening to this podcast. I had no idea it would become what it became. And I'm grateful every day that there are thousands of people listening all around the world to this. So I'm going to go cry now. Okay, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie. And I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.